Welcome back to our listeners. You are listening to the 15-Minute Reset. I am your host, Lori Carice. Today, we have with us guest Cassandra Crowley-Mayo. She's an author, speaker, and mentor. And our reset topic today is living your best life on your terms. Welcome, Cassandra. Thank you. Glad to be here. Thank you so much for being here. I love your topic. We always need a reset and how we live our best lives and, of course, on our terms. So let's jump in. Okay. Thank you. Well, you know, I I use that term because I was a person who was not living my best life. I thought I was. You know, you have the corporate job, you have the, you know, you just have all the material things. You think that you're, you're, you're just smooth sailing. And then you kind of get to a point and says, you know what, is this really what I want? And also not only that, but let me think about living your best life. What does that look like for you? You know, everyone's different. Everyone has a, a living your best life. And some of them think it's a cliche, but it's really not. And if you think about it, it's like, well, what? How do, how do I do that? What does that look like? And, you know, Lori, that came to me because I was doing some research and I ran across some research by a nurse by the name of Bonnie Ware. Bonnie Ware was a hospice nurse. And one of the things she did is she actually wrote a book about it and she talked to people that were transitioning about what regrets they had. And there were there were five regrets, but two that really resonated with me were people were saying, I wish I were happier. And number two, I wish I could have been my true self. And that resonated with me, like, why can't we be happier? Why can't you be yourself? And that's what I said, hmm, I have made up my mind and I'm on a mission. To, to kind of support individuals uh, mitigating self-imposed barriers that's preventing them from living their best life. I like that because I'm kind of thinking, yeah, are you living your best life? Or are you living the grind? Mm-hmm. Right? Because the, I mean, life feels like a grind. And when I, when I hear people say, oh, I'm living my best life. Sometimes I feel like that's a snapshot. It's a moment in time. They're on a yacht, they're at the beach, they're on vacation. Is that really their best life ongoing or is that their best life moment at the time? So how do we make that really living your best life? Well, first of all, you have to determine what does your best life look like? You know, for me, working in corporate America was I grinding. I worked in corporate America for 30 years and I was busy. I was burnt out. I started self-sabotaging myself. I started comparing myself to others. Then I started dealing with low self-esteem. It was like an array of emotions that like, where's all of this coming from? And I knew a lot of it had to do because I was burnt out. I did not have an opportunity to become a human being. I was called a human machine. That's literally what I was. And so I made a decision. What does my best life look like? And one of the things that I always wanted to do was write a book. And I made up my mind that that's what I'm going to do. I retired early from corporate America. And now I'm on a mission. I am on a mission, as I indicated earlier, to help help us empower women to pivot 
from those self-imposed barriers so that they can live their life on their terms. So you ask me, how do we do that? My first question to people and my clients are, what does your living your best life look like? I mean, what is that? Let's talk about that and and let's kind of go through that that scenario and that'll kind of start it. And then from there, I have methodologies that help you to get there if that's what you really want. You have to really want it because it does take work. I agree. You have to want it. And, you know, a lot of times these 15 minute resets, I kind of say, these are like my 15 minute therapy moments. Mm -hmm. And I often reflect on my daughter. I have an 11 year old and she, um, you know, we're talking about comparing ourselves to others, low self-esteem burnout. She's not at the burnout. She probably is with school already. She, she'd like, she, she's 11 going on 30, you know, she, she thinks she's got it all, um, all figured out. I don't need this, you know, but she does definitely have that kind of low self-esteem. She doesn't feel like she's smart enough or she's comparing herself to others in a lot of different ways socially. Yeah. And I have asked her recently, do you want to live your best life or do you yeah. enjoy your misery? Because maybe yeah. you don't enjoy your misery. And that's, okay. that's that. I'm, I'm like, Amanda, I really want you to live your best life, but you have to want it. And what does that look like? Yeah, that's correct. That's correct. And you know what I found? And I, I talk about it all begins with your backstory. Let's talk about how we grew up, what was going on as we were growing up. Because one of the things, when I talk about self-esteem, I realized mine came from my mom. When I was younger, because I'm still young, when I was a lot younger, my mom was very critical. And because of that, I wanted to make sure I pleased her. And so whenever I would come into a room, she's like, well, why are you looking like that? Why, why, why are you dressed like that? Why, 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 why are you wearing those shoes? And, you know, so I tried very hard to please my mom. And with that, I tried hard to be a perfectionist and I'm not a perfectionist. But once I realized where it came from, that enabled me to like, okay, that's where it is. And I want to do something about it. And that's when I just said, you know what? I'm going to do something about that. Okay. Well, you and I come from a different generation also where we want to please our parents, please those around us. I would say the new shift in generation is pleasing those, your your peers and yeah. strangers because of social media. And that, yes. that's where I get concerned with my daughter. I'm like, I want you to live your best life and, and care about you and the people around you, not, not like the fake connections that don't matter kind of thing, exactly. you know, cause the new, the new generation is definitely inspired by social media. What's trending, what's that, you know, filters, and it definitely can drag down your self-esteem if you're not getting those likes and positive comments. Not that she's so much involved in that. I don't let her have social media. She does have YouTube that she watches things, but she's influenced for sure. So, I mean, we're in a different generation. So, I mean, how about kind of weeding out? I mean, is that something you talk about when you, you're saying, you know, live your best life on your terms about kind of compartmentalizing who really counts? I mean, first of all, it needs to count for you. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, I actually talk about that as well. I, I, I was on another, 
I did a video in regards to how we compare ourselves. And I talked about social media a lot. And to, just for people to know that that's really not reality. Who shows the bad stuff? If you notice on social media, it's all this glitzy, glamour, great things going on. And it's really not like that. You know, it's not a reality. And I admire you from like, you know what? I have to put limitations because that's critical because there are heavy influencers. And you're right. We come from a different generation, but this generation, that's them. That that's they they don't socialize. They socialize on their computers, on their telephones, you know. So I think barriers, limitations have to be established boundaries must be established and you know and of course when you talk about little girls we all know and i i know for sure that um i have friends that have daughters and they're really struggling and i'm like well is it the girl thing you know because we are emotional you know mom you don't know you don't know i know this and but moms know. I mean, we we know. And so that's why I say boundaries have to be set and they have to be set at an earlier age. Absolutely. No, I mean, I was just thinking about my daughter because when you were talking about, you know, when you were a small child, you, you're not a perfectionist, but you were striving to be one and you were trying to please her. And I'm like, my kids aren't trying to please me, but they're trying to please their friends. They're trying mm -hmm. to satisfy other areas. It's almost like, you know, their peers have taken over that role instead of pleasing your parent, you know, mm -hmm. uh, you know, maybe because I'll accept her no matter how she is, but mm -hmm. you know, they, they're up against that influence of social media. I really do struggle with social media. We can go on and on with that. Yeah. There's good things and bad things. Mm -hmm. Um, it, it, it does scare me quite a bit when you were talking about girls, I think it has a huge impact on young girls. It, does. It, it really does. And you do have to have those boundaries. So, you know, living your best life, creating, you know, give yourself those terms. What does that look like? You yeah. know, is that like maybe the new vision board? Yeah. Exactly. You know, instead of your goals, like what does your, does the optimal life look like? For me, I want my kids to be happy. I want them to be stable. We're not a perfect family. We yeah. have, we have problems within, we have, you know, problems with the relationships, but living yeah. your best life and figuring that out just so that you have, can have happy daily habits as well. Yes. Yes. And that is a process. Absolutely. Without a doubt. Yeah, exactly. Well, well, tell me about your book. Well, it's uh, the name of my book is titled Is Your Way In Your Way. It's Ooh. a self-discovery guide for women on how to restore yourself, learn from your experiences and be your true self again. And there are letters written, there are love letters written to women. You know, like I had mentioned earlier, Dear Women with Self-Esteem Problems. It says, Dear Women, um, welcome to the real world. Uh, dear Women who have physical challenges or mental challenges, you know, so it's just love letters written to women in addition to what's the summation of the content of the letter. And then I also have scriptures that co corresponds like, like what has helped me. Like I used to compare myself and I'm not saying I don't do it now, 
you know, but not as bad. But there was a scripture that really helped me that says that God says, do not compare yourself to others because it's not good. And I'm like, well, if God said it, he must, it must be something to that, you know, or it talks about association brings about assimilation. So we have to be really careful of who we associate with ourselves with, because we can assimilate that. So it's just a, a bunch of letters like, dear women who are trying to figure out what their purpose in life is. You know, we all deal with that. Like, what? why am I here? You know, what is it? So I would say they are letters of authentic writing. Uh, you know, I'm just really real about my story and how, you know, I've accomplished this. What are some of the things that I know for sure? You know, um, also it talks about like, and it's not for the 11 year olds, you know, it's for the, 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 the 30 and some late twenties. I've, I've had women in their seventies that said, oh my gosh, this is right on, you know, because we're always will be a work in progress until it's all said and done. So it's just a letters of inspiration that will share what it is that we need to do um, to, I would say to mitigate a lot of barriers that we put on ourselves. We inflict ourselves um, in many instances, and it's only us who can make ourselves happy. Uh, I call it joy, not happy, because happy, happy is a happening. You know, I want to have that internal joy. <laughs> yeah. I see you consider yourself a mentor. What does that yeah. look like? Well, <clears throat> I mentor, I have coached and I have mentored. But what I have learned through all of my experience is that when you mentor someone, it's a long-term relationship, okay? So I have programs that depends on what it is they want to accomplish. It's a six-month or a year because I'm looking to transform, to support the transformation of an individual, to change the mindset of an individual because that's 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 how you will be transformed. You know, and in order for me to do that, we need to spend time. You know, we need to be accountability partners. So we just work out a plan. And and on some instances, I coach, but my mentoring program is a long-term program. And you stay in that person's life somehow, Yeah, right? Ab Through that absolutely. inspiration. Absolutely. It yeah. looks like you're also considering starting a podcast. Is that in the works? It is actually, um, I'm looking to start the 1st of December and the name of my podcast is, um, uh, well, it's titled is your way in your way, because that's the title of my book. And it's all about living your life on your terms. So, you know, I, I do solos. I have guests that will come on and kind of talk about their stories and what does it look like to live their best life? Uh, why haven't they? What's stopping them? You know, so I'm really excited about this opportunity that I'm going to have because the whole intent is like for you is to inspire and make a difference in the lives of many. That's wonderful. And that could be wonderful content for another book. Yes, it could. Yes. <laughs> Definitely. Put that in there. Yeah. Yes. Leverage those relationships. I mean, storytelling women, I mean, those voices are very powerful. So hopefully they will also inspire you and create a new collection of content. So yes. I want to thank you so much for being here today for our 
podcast listeners, I'm going to make sure I drop everything in show notes, how to connect with you, the link of your podcast. I can always update that light later when, sure. once that's actually launched for you. Okay. For our radio only listeners, what's the best way to connect with you? The best way is I'm on LinkedIn, uh, all social media platforms, and I'm under Cassandra Crawley Mayo. Um, that's the easiest way. And then of course, my, my email is mayo at CassandraCrawley.com. And I do have a website and you can connect with me on my website as well as CassandraCrawley.com. That's wonderful. Cassandra, thank you so much for being here. Thank and, you. And I'm going to make sure that, uh, this content is not only on our 360 podcast collective, but we also have a 360 mentor collective. I do see you as a wow. shining example of being awesome. a mentor. So I, I do hope that everybody sees that. I, I, de I definitely love content where you feel like you're, you're helping someone along. I think this was a wonderful conversation. Yes. So thank you very much. And this has been another 15 minute reset. Make sure you're living your best life on your terms.